Oh, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Divinity Life Podcast. I pray that you guys are all doing well this evening. God bless you. And thank you for joining me this evening. We are back with another episode of How to Slay in Prayer. How to Slay in Prayer. And um, we are going to be praying tonight for sure. Amen. Um, but we're going to uh, have a quick little... We're going to have a quick little head hunt tonight. We're going to have a quick little witch hunt tonight. My my witch hunt is different, though. <laughs> my witch hunt is different. Glory to God. And so um, we are hunting heads tonight. Amen. Glory to God for the glory of the name of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray that you guys are doing well. And I pray that you are all standing strong in the Lord and in the power of of his might, as you can tell, it's been one of those days for your sister, uh, another one of those days, and now I'm not here to play. I am not here to play. Amen. Um, so I'm just gonna uh, just get it, take a moment to uh, get comfortable uh, while I get while I get the uh, conference line going here. Uh, one second. <clears throat> And let me put that number on the screen as well for those who, um, for those who don't don't know the number to call in uh, for prayer, uh, the number to call the conference line. All right, so we got that going. Amen. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, good to see you tonight. Brother Robert is here. Brother Robert has been has been had. He's actually already preached. My message looks like so. <laughs> he says hello, Sister Shelley. Uh, good evening, Brother Robert. So glad to have you here tonight. And he says, um, from Halloween to Ishtar Easter, it's on. A pagan festival, one pagan festival after another, and I include the Yule celebration in that. <laughs> Amen. You know, uh, there's lots of pagan festivals, aren't there? And um, I'm I'm one that believes if you're not going to participate in one, then you know why participate in any? You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know that's just me. Let me grab a drink drink of water here. I have intentionally um, Dr. Bob Larson on the screen behind me because this particular video, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it is his interview with the number one uh, Satanist under who was under uh, Anton LaVey. Um, and it's an interview with him. And so uh, I think his name is Boyd Rice and, uh, um, it's a very interesting interview and, and, you know, I, I have this plan for a reason because, you know, few of us, uh, there are very few of us that are bold enough to face darkness, to, to face darkness, um, head on, to take the bull by the horns, <laughs> 
and face the enemy head on, right? Uh, face the demons head on that are working in the in the minds of people, that are working in the souls of people uh, to take them hostage, amen, and to uh, and to take them to hell. And so, you know, I re I respect this man for his boldness. I respect this man because I believe that you know not only. Uh, not only I, but there are many of you who are called to, to the same thing, not only uh, to look just to look into the darkness, but also to uh, deliver the people of God, deliver the, the children of God out of darkness and bring them into the marvelous light of God's dear son um, to, you know, boldly confront the demonic realm. And that's something that, you know, that I'm here for. And tonight, specifically uh, on assignment to help you if you are struggling in this area, um, we, we, we're, we're actually, yes, we are going head hunting tonight. Um, I, I'm just like in, in one of those, uh, I wish a devil would kind of mood, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because the Lord is in the house tonight, amen, and every demon in hell is utterly defeated. And so we need to know that we need to know that um, that God is in control. And the Lord sent me here tonight to tell somebody who may be walking in fear. The Lord said to tell my people to fear not, tell my people to fear not. You know, we hear a lot about what's going on about around this time of year, what Halloween and uh, the, the curses and all the things that are being released from the kingdom of darkness at this time of year. But the Lord said specifically, go there and tell my people, fear not, fear not. He says, I am he who was and is and is to come. Fear not, stand boldly in the face of darkness, stand boldly in the face of hell against all hell, for I am with you and in you. Amen. He said, they that know their God shall be what strong and shall do exploits. Glory to God. And so we never, ever, ever, ever want to need to or have to bow down or cower down to a loser. Never cower down to a loser. Satan is a loser. He's a loser. Amen. So it'll just take a moment for those of you who are watching by way of YouTube live, those that will catch the replay and those that will uh, hear this by way of podcast. Let's just take a moment to magnify the Lord. Hallelujah. If we can just magnify the Lord, David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Glory to God. He said the humble. The humble, the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Come on, come on and say amen, somebody. Yes, you heard that right. I will take what the enemy meant for evil, look, and use it for the good of my father's kingdom. Amen. With no, with no regrets. Amen. And so because everything the enemy has, everything he uses, everything he got, he stole it from the kingdom of light, from the kingdom of the almighty God. Amen. Who is our heavenly father? Glory to God. So tonight is the night and the Lord is saying, you know, uh, to fear not. He's saying, this is your weekend too. 
Yes, it's Halloween weekend, but guess what? This is your weekend too. This is this is Jesus weekend. Amen. This weekend belongs to the kingdom of God for the glory of God. Guess what? And this is your weekend to smash the devil right in the face with the truth. Amen. Smash him in the face with the truth. That's what this weekend is about. Glory to God. So we're changing the meaning and 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 the 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 weapon that the enemy formed and tried to use against the people of God by trying to instill fear in the people of God, by trying to instill fear in those that are ignorant of the knowledge of the power and authority of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to take that thing by the horns. We're going to take that bull by the horns tonight. We're going to take that weapon and flip it around and make it work for the kingdom of God and bring souls out of darkness into the kingdom of light tonight. Amen. Glory to God. And so tonight here, we're going to make the devil eat his own words. Glory to God. We're going to make the devil nervous. We're going to give him constipation tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to make him eat his own lives. Amen. Who are you? (laughs) Who are you, devil? Who are you? Who are you? uncircumcised Philistine? (laughs) Who are you that dare rise up and challenge the armies of the living God? Who are you? I feel the spirit of David in the house. Hallelujah. Who are you? Nothing but a fool and a tool in the hand of God Almighty. Who are you? He said, what? God said, I form the light. I created the darkness. I, the Lord, do all these things. Isaiah 43. Read it and weep devil. He knows it too. Read it and weep. <laughs> Glory to God. He says, so, so, so who are you? <laughs> so who are you? Who are you? Behold, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Who are you? Nothing but a defeated foe and a loser. That's who you are. Amen. And so we come tonight to confront the powers of hell and darkness and to snatch these souls out. Now we understand that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood by any means, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world and the spiritual wickedness operating in high places in the name of Jesus. We bind it tonight. Amen. So the Lord is saying, tell my people what? Fear not, fear not, fear not. Never cower down to a loser. Never cower down to a loser. Glory to God. Because the enemy is 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 launching many attacks. Amen. Many attacks have been launched in the spirit realm. So why is God saying fear not? Because when these attacks have been launched, we, we all say we're strong until we're hit. Glory to God. Until we until we we're face to face. With the, with the face of evil. Amen. Until we're looking into the face of darkness. Amen. We all say we're strong. We all say we're bold. We all say, you know, we're with you, Lord. Amen. But what did Peter do? Glory to God. What did Peter do? He denied him three times and Jesus knew he was going to deny him. Glory to God. But he said, guess what? I have prayed for you that your faith fail you not. What did he say? Fear not. Fear not. Many things are being launched. Many things are being loosed. Many things are coming upon this earth that are even worse than what we have seen so far. But the Lord is saying, fear not, because he knows that there are those of you, (laughs) there are those of us. Let me just throw myself in there for the sake of good fellowship. There are those of us, amen, who become fearful 
when we are confronted by the face of evil. He knows that probably, you know, that they're going to they're going to skip <laughs> skip out. Amen. This is a time when the Lord of hosts is pushing his great army into the heat of the battle. Amen. Something very significant about Halloween 2021. And and the Lord in in on the kingdom of darkness side and on the kingdom of light because the kingdom of God we are in full fight mode. We are in full fight mode. I don't know what you've been doing. I don't know if you've been sitting around eating KFC. I don't know if you've been, you know, lay, laying around, lounging around, whatever you've been doing. But but it's time to wake up. Amen. The body of Christ, the sons of God have been sent to wake up the church. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about the prophets of God, the prophets of the true and living God. We have been sent on assignment to wake up the body of Christ to sound the alarm, to blow the trumpet in Zion. Hallelujah. And if you are a prophetic voice, and that don't mean you've been called specifically to the office, you may just be a prophetic voice, a trumpet. Lift up your voice. Hallelujah. And cry loud and spare not. Amen. In the midst of hell and darkness. Hallelujah. He says, what are you going to do? Because he's calling his great army into the heat of the battle now. This is a front lines kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? That's why I mentioned the word prophetic, glory to God, because we come to reform. We come to correct. We come to rebuke. We come to bring change. We come to tear down. We come to destroy. We come to snatch down, hallelujah, everything that the enemy built up, hallelujah, in the in the midst of the body of Christ, to tear down the graven images, to tear down the groves in the name of Jesus and to build and establish and plant hallelujah the, the truth in the hearts of God's people in Jesus mighty name so what is he saying tonight he's saying fear not he's saying will you fear or will you fight glory to God will you bow down or or, or will you obey <laughs> will you bow to Satan or will you obey He's saying fight or flight, glory to God. Fight or flight, amen. Which one is it gonna be? Are you gonna stand or are you gonna tuck tail and run? Are you gonna fit? Are you gonna are you gonna choose faith over fear? Amen. Or are you gonna be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might? Are you gonna wax strong in faith and valiant in the battle? The Lord is saying, Fear not, little flock. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, hallelujah, and the kingdom is now. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of, of Christ, the kingdom of truth is now. The kingdom of power is now. The Lord is saying, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Many messages have gone forth. Amen. Have you chosen a side yet? Or are you still straddling the fence? Amen. Are you still on? Are you still in the valley of decisions? The Lord said, what is it going to be? Amen. Because after this, this Halloween, glory to God, 2021. Amen. 
Listen, you're going to have to make a decision. You're going to have to choose. Don't you see all the stuff that's being launched out already? Amen. Uh, COVID man, uh, uh, vaccine mandates and all this kind of stuff. No, it's not the mark of the beast. But are you going to bow? That is the question. Because if you bow now, you're going to bow later. You're going to bow later. You're, if you bow to the agenda now, the agenda is not going to regress. It's going to progress. Amen. It, they are moving forward with the agenda, not backwards. Glory to God. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? If it's if it's the vaccine this time, what is it going to be next time? I'm, I'm talking to the soldiers of God tonight. Amen. Who know who learned how to endure hardness as a good soldier without moaning and complaining. Amen. And understanding that this war, this battle, this thing is not meant to kill or destroy you, but to shape you and mold you into the son of God that you were called to be. What is it going to be? Are you a soldier? Or are you a civilian? The Lord says, fear not. Fear not, fear not, little flock. Glory to God. There's a song we used to sing in the church that my sister used to lead. Glory to God. And I mean, she would rock that song. We said, triumphant in battle. We are victorious. God is most high over all the earth. Jesus has conquered. Satan's defeated. The enemy is under our feet. Hey, hey, triumphant. Come on with me. We are victorious. God is most high over all the earth. Jesus has conquered. Satan's defeated. The enemy is under our feet. And I will shout with the voice of triumph. Shout with a voice of praise. Come on. Hallelujah. Shout with a voice of triumph. Hey, yes. Shout with a voice of praise. Amen. So what, what, what he say? Shout unto God for the victory. Hey, hey, give the Lord a shout of praise. Praise. Come on, hallelujah tonight. Come on and roll with me tonight. Glory to God. I feel victory. I feel the victory. Glory to God. I speak victory over your life. I speak victory, hallelujah, through the airwaves tonight. I take authority over the airwaves tonight, with the victory of the kingdom of the living God tonight. Hallelujah. The Lord says, fear not because he's got a plan. That's why you don't have to fear. God has a plan. You see, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he said to me, tell them to fear not because I have a plan. I have a plan. I have a plan. That the devil knows nothing about. I have a plan. And even guess what? If he did know about it, he still can't stop it. <laughs> he still can't stop it. See, he only knows what is written, <laughs> but he don't know everything that's in the heart of God. And what he does know, he still can't stop it because God is the true and living God. Amen. He is the true and living God. Glory to God. He is the true and living God. There is only one God. All the other gods are false. 
All the other gods are false. All the other gods are false. Hallelujah. One true and living God, creator of all things for his own namesake and for his own glory. And his name is Yahweh. His name is Christ Jesus. He is the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the alpha and omega. I am that I am everything you need, everything I need, everything that we are, everything we will ever be is in him. Hallelujah. And all knees, every knee must bow. Every knee must bow. They're going to bow now or you can bow later, but every knee must bow, even Satan. <laughs> so who are you? What is Halloween? What is Halloween? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's look here. When I, when I was uh, uh, studying this morning um, <clears throat> a little bit further into this, and the Lord took me to uh, Matthew 6, and we're going to look here at Matthew 6 here. Matthew chapter 6, roll with me to Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Hope you got your Bibles tonight because we are a Bible-based ministry. We are a word-based ministry, not just the Bible on, on the page. We're talking about the word of the living God. Amen. We are a word-based ministry. Glory to God Almighty. So Matthew 6 and verse 9, Matthew 6, verse 9, when you have it, I'm in the King James uh, Version. <clears throat> I'm in the King James Version tonight, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9. Give me a, a <clears throat> second here. I'm just checking the, all right. Yeah, so who you see on the screen behind me there, that is uh, Boyd Rice, and uh, who is a, a <laughs> he is a, the very definition of a shapeshifter, okay? <laughs> you know, it, um, I mean, anyone, he, he was the one who Anton LaVey asked to take over his church. I believe he was the first one that Anton LaVey asked to take over the church of Satan um, on his behalf. Uh, but he refused uh, because, you know, he just did not want to run a church. He's a musician as well as an author. Uh, but, you know, um, you will if you watch this interview, you will notice. Now, once again, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We want these men and these women saved. Right. And you will notice that, number one, Bob, uh, this is not his first encounter with this man. Um, he's had several uh, interviews with this man. He knows this man. He's been to his house before. You know, this man is the one who actually uh, kind of quote unquote prophesied, if you get my drift, Marilyn Manson's career into existence, this man behind me. Okay. And so um, you'll notice two things from this, th from this video. Number one is that Bob Larson uh, repeatedly extends salvation to this man, repeatedly extends uh, uh, the offer to accept Jesus Christ, to, to, uh, Confess the name of Jesus, amen, that he is the true and living God uh, who died on the cross and resurrected from the grave before it's too late to receive Jesus into his heart before it's too late. This man is in his late 60s. You'll notice that he's constantly wiping his nose. You'll notice that something is wrong with him. Something, his spirit is, his soul is agitated. Why? Because he's in the, he's in darkness. He, he was a high priest. 
right? In the satanic, uh, in the church of Satan. Now he claims not to believe in God or Satan. So he's shape shifting. He's changing. You know, you'll notice he, he avoids uh, 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 the topic a lot. He avoids questions uh, very well. And also um, the fact that he's, he's nervous. He can't be still. He can't look Bob in the eye for too long. He keeps doing these weird things. And that is the reason why. Listen, Satan's kingdom is defeated. Point blank, period, end of story. He is defeated. He is defeated. And every time you see one of his Muppets, excuse me, puppets <laughs> in operation, you will notice that he's defeated. You will notice that he's defeated. These people can do nothing against the power of God, but bow to him. That's all they can do is bow to him. That's all they can do. And so... <clears throat> The Lord wants to extend salvation tonight. That's why I said what I said earlier, because the Lord said uh, this morning, he said salvation is going to come through this prayer meeting tonight. Souls, many souls are going to be brought out of darkness tonight. Amen. Let's look here at the, at the uh, book of Matthew, chapter six, verse nine, chapter six, verse nine. Now this is Jesus teaching on prayer. Glory to God. So if you're a hypocrite, you're not going to like this <laughs> glory. Um, but uh, we're going to talk here uh, from Matthew chapter six, verse nine. He says. Uh, After this manner, therefore, pray ye our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. I said, why am I stopping here? Because I was going to Google to define the word Halloween. <laughs> but the Lord said, no, look at where they're taking it from. Remember that the devil, everything he does, excuse me, this is bothering me. Everything he does is copy paste. So notice he says, hallowed be thy name. Now, this is the Lord's uh, model prayer. It is not... Um, it's known as the Lord's prayer, but in reality, it is the disciples prayer and <laughs> glory to God. And um, um, it, 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 it is an example prayer. It is an example of a suitable prayer for us to pray. <clears throat> but the Lord said, hallowed be thy name. So I'm in my, my King James study Bible and I started to, to study. <laughs> and, and it says here, it says, uh, the beginning phrase, our father, is completely uncommon to the prayers of the Old Testament. The two major elements of the prayer are adoration and petition. Adoration and petition. Hallowed be thy name addresses the attention of the prayer toward God and reverence of his name and his person. So you know who don't like that, right? It, it says hallowed in the Greek. The Greek word is hagiazo, means to be held in reverence and holy awe. It means what? To be held in reverence and holy awe. Y'all can't see my, my hat here. I, uh, I'm going to leave a link for my sister who sells these if you're interested. And the shirt as well. Uh, the shirt as well. <laughs> Let me take this off the screen so you can see the shirt. Oh, you still can't see it. Devil's Worst Nightmare. That's my shirt. You can go to my website and get it at imdivinity.com. Just 
just look, look at the bottom of the screen. Just look at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> All right. So it's talking about what hallowed. The Greek word is hagiazo. It means to be held in reverence and holy awe. So who else wants to be held in reverence and awe? Who else wants to be worshipped as God? It is Satan, right? It is Satan. And so um, we're going to look here quickly at the word Halloween. Halloween. Now we see the word hallow, which means what? To be held in reverence and holy awe. To be held in reverence and holy awe. Glory to God. Let's look here at uh, Halloween. I'm going to go here to uh, history.com. Actually, there's another one uh, that Pastor Isaiah used. And um, I'm going to try to find that one because some people be trying to lie. You know what I'm saying? Some people be trying to lie, y'all. And they be trying to cover up stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, so let's see. Uh, okay. All right. All right. So I'm not going to uh, go through uh, much scripture with you tonight. I only have one more scripture to share with you. And then we're going to go into prayer. Okay. Okay. So um, let's look at Wikipedia because they, they uh, let's just look at Wikipedia. It's kind of like the, the simplest um, trying to keep, trying to keep this short tonight. And uh, let me try to screen share with you so you can see what I'm looking at. Um. Now, last time I got this right, so pray for me. All right. All right. All right. There we go. All right. So can y'all see? There we go. All right. So it says here, um, Halloween, it, it's uh, All Hallows Eve. All It's also known as All Hallows Eve, if you can see that there. All Hallows Eve. So Halloween or Halloween, it says a contraction of All Hallows Evening, also known as All Halloween or All Hallows Eve. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to stop the mouse. <laughs> it's confusing, y'all. I'm gonna put the mouse over here. It says, um, it says, uh, is a celebration. It's also known as All Saints Eve. All Saints Eve is a celebration observed in many countries on thir 31 or the 31st of October, the eve of the Western Christian feast of All Hallows Day. It begins the observance of All Hallow Tide, uh, the time of the time in the liturgical year dedicated to remembering the dead, including saints, which are known as hallows, <laughs> right? And uh, martyrs and all the departed. So it, it initially started out as a day 
to remember the dead. Now watch this. It says one theory holds that many Halloween traditions were influenced by the Celtic harvest festivals, particularly the Gaelic festival Samhain, uh, which are believed to be pagan, to have pagan roots. Some go further and suggest that Samhain may have been Christianized as All Hallows Day, along with its Eve by the early church. Other academics believe Halloween began solely as a Christian holiday, being the vigil of All Hallows Day or All Saints Day. Celebrated in Ireland and Scotland in the 19th century, Irish and Scottish migrants, don't get bored, I'm reading, uh, brought many Halloween customs to North America. And then through American influence, Halloween spread to many other countries by the 21st century. Halloween activities include trick-or-treating or, or the related guising and souling, which, you know, uh, essentially would mean hunting for souls, uh, attending Halloween cost costume parties, carving pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns, lighting bonfires, apple bobbing, divination games, playing pranks, visiting haunted attractions, telling scary stories, as well as watching horror films. For some people, the, the Christian religious observances of All Hallows Eve um, including attending church services and lighting candles on the graves of the dead remain popular. I don't know why. Although for others, it is a secular celebration. Some Christians historically abstained from meat on All Hallows Day, a tradition reflected in the eating of certain vegetarian foods on this vigil day, including apples, potato cakes, uh, potato pancakes, and soul cakes. Amen. So now this, this is uh, talking about uh, that this holiday is also known or has been celebrated as the Day of the Dead, where they, uh, where they uh, basically um, believed that the dead are able to, uh, they that they remembered the dead on that day. But there is another definition that all, or, or another uh, history fact that I don't see here that talks about how um, the dead they believe that the dead. Um, were actually uh, allowed during the night of October 31st for that one night or, you know, that one particular day were allowed to roam freely throughout the, throughout the earth. And, um, and they would attack people. They would, you know, attack humans. They would, you know, um, play tricks on humans and, and different kinds of things, trying to interact with human beings, amen, or trying to uh, terrify human beings or, or put fear in human beings. However, I guess it just depended on the condition of that soul, right? Because we understand that some, uh, some people, when they pass on to the next life, they die in a very violent way. They're not happy. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, uh, with the whole thing with the, with the Halloween costumes and dressing up as, uh, demons or the dead would be to uh, the the purpose of that was to um, it was to imitate a dead person or imitate a demon a demon so that yeah because you, you we need to hear this Christians need to hear this dressing up in Halloween costumes putting your children in Halloween costumes 
It, it meant that you are dressing them up as a demon. You're dressing up as a demon so that the demons that were allowed to roam freely in the realm of the earth would not attack you. Amen. That was why they wore the costumes and things like that in the original, uh, in the original uh, onslaught of this particular holiday or, or, you know, the history of this holiday. Um, they also uh, would leave candy, you know, or, or give treats to these demons that now you we hear the trick-or-treating and all that kind of thing well originally they were they were trying to give food to these demons so that the demons would leave them uh would leave them and not harm them amen and so uh as we know today uh we, you know uh according to bible history they uh they were uh let me stop sharing this according to bible history they were not uh, the only people that was giving food, actual food uh, to fight to false gods or idols were idol worshipers. That was one of their practices was to give food to their idols in exchange for whatever, you know, or a sacrifice to their idols in exchange for whatever it was that they wanted from them. Amen. So now we're going to go to our next scripture here. Uh, our next scripture is... Um, uh, our uh, Exodus 22 here, Exodus chapter 22 and uh, verse uh, 18, Exodus 22 and 18, or we're now we're talking about witches. We're, we're talking about witches. So that was a little bit of history on Halloween because we, we, you know, a, a lot of us, you know, like the Bible says, um, we are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We're ignorant of certain things. We won't even watch a YouTube video if it's educating us, you know, on, on, on what things actually mean. Some of us ignore this stuff because we want to continue in our worthless traditions that make God's word of no effect and furthermore damage your own soul as a believer or a quote unquote Christian. Amen. And so, we, we need to educate ourselves. We need to learn about things. And this is something that um, we must, you know, we must discuss because right now, as we speak, we have Christians across the world that are preparing to celebrate Halloween. Amen. And some of them are celebrating it just like the world. And some of them are celebrating it in their own way, but they're still doing the same thing because they are, they are actually actively participating in paganistic worship. Amen. Halloween is a demonic holiday. It is not a God holiday. It is not a God day. It is a demon day. Amen. Where demons are celebrated, where Satan is celebrated. Amen. So if you are a Christian, a believer, a son of God, a daughter of God, a saint of God, amen, you have no business participating in Halloween and in whatever form you may deem necessary in order to make your children feel comfortable or make your children not feel left out. Like Pastor Isaiah said, let them feel left out. I said this many, many years ago, let my son be left out. I don't care if he's left out of celebrating the devil's holiday. He needs to be left out. Amen. And so don't, don't, don't let your kids don't, you know, explain to them, give them the truth. 
Why we keep lying to our kids? I don't know. Stop lying to your kids about what stuff means and give them the truth and say, hey, this is why we don't celebrate this. The Bible says we have to train up our children in the way that they should go for when they are old, they will not depart from it. Now, when your children grow up and become mature adults, do you want them celebrating this because you never tried to stop them? You never told them the truth or you told them the truth too late in the game. And by that time, they got a soul tie with demons from Halloween. Glory to God. No. No. And so you, 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 we have to train them early. They're old enough to understand. My son was old enough to understand. We've never celebrated Halloween. We've never, he's 24 years old going on 25. We have never celebrated. I, I've never, I've never allowed him. He, 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 they go to school and the kids are doing all that little stuff and passing out the candy and the, and the teachers, you know, are having the little Halloween party and stuff like that. You know what? Just sit there and, and be different. Just sit there and be different. Show them the glory of God. Show them the power of God that you can say no to the devil. Show them that. Show them Christ in you, the hope of glory, that somebody might be saved. Show them that. Show them that. Teach your children to minister. Teach your children that their life, amen, is an example of ministry. It's, a, it's an example hallelujah, uh, 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 of the kingdom of God. It is a, an example of the ministry of Jesus Christ. Live it. Don't just talk it, but live it. Don't just talk it, but live it. Walk it. Amen. So that's what we are teaching our children by not allowing them to participate. They're not going to feel left out, you know, by the, get them a pizza and, 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 and have a little party for them at home. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got nothing to do with no Halloween. You know what I'm saying? Watch some movies with them. Like pastor Isaiah say you do with his kids. I don't even remember what I did with my son, you know, uh, probably did the same thing. You know, that was years and years ago, but still, you know, they don't have to feel left out. You, you build them up in their faith. You build them up in their kingdom identity and they will never feel left out. They will never feel left out. And when they grow old, they will teach their children the same thing. Amen. These are what you call godly traditions, healthy traditions. Amen. All that trunk or treat. And, and we're having a trunk or treat at the church for what? For what? Oh, you still going to sneak and participate in the devil's holiday then? Oh, we going to sneak now. No, no. I don't care how you fix it up. God said, come out from among them and be ye separate unto me glory to god and he means what he said point blank period end of story end of story you got to choose a side then exodus 22 and 18 it says here thou shalt not suffer a witch to live now these were the laws that were given uh to the Lord that were given uh, by the Lord to Moses, to the children of God. And he said, thou shall not what suffer or permit a witch to live. Now you say that's real. That's, that's, that, that's real harsh. That's real, real brutal. Uh, Sister Shelley, are you sure you're reading from the right Bible? Are you sure you're talking about the right God? God loves everybody and God doesn't kill people and blah, 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 blah. Well, you don't know the God that you claim to serve. First of all, second of all, Oh, by the way, did you know that there was a book of the wars of the Lord that's not in the Bible? Ooh. Okay, this is what the this is what the the study uh, says. It says, "Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live." The English phrase 
to wit, W-I-T, which is the first three letters of the word which, may be related to which, it says. It, the, it means to know. To wit means to know. To wit means to know. So this word was considered related to a witch. The Greeks rendered the word witches as per, uh, fera, excuse me, pharmacoi, pharmacoi, hmm, which means poisoners, poisoners, poisoners. So from, from that word, what do we get? Pharmakia, the drug industry, poison, poison. Now, I'm, I'm going to get a lot of controversy there, a lot of, you know, uh, flashback there and, and or, or, or clap back there probably, and that's okay. But God doesn't want us hooked on poison. It's poison if it's got a ton of side effects and it's only got a handful of positive effects. That is poison. You're putting poisonous chemicals in your body. Pharmacore, pharmacore, or however you say it poison. It's poison. It's poison. However you look at it. Yes, we do have to go to the doctor from, you know, for different things. God honors that. Amen. That is wisdom. Amen. Yes. The doctors will give you a prescription. God honors that. Yes. The, the medicine may work. Amen. Glory to God. If God is, is, is allowing it to work, if God is protecting you, if you're if you're protected with the, uh, by the blood of Jesus, Amen. Then yes, you're you are protected, Amen. But guess what? It is for the purpose of healing your body. It is not for the and it's God who's healing your body, not the medicine, not the poison. God permits these things, you know, uh, for because we may not may not uh, have that level of faith yet. You know what I'm saying? To just I don't want no medicine. I don't want no vaccine. I don't want no mess in my body. I don't want that in my bloodstream. I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? To reject it, your faith may not be there. But guess what? That does not belittle you. That does not say less about you. What that means is God is permitting it. You're still in the will of God. You're in the permissive will of God. But is it his perfect will? No, because his perfect will is to heal your body himself. The Bible says with the stripes of Jesus, we were healed, not with drugs, not with poison, not with medicine. God will give man wisdom as a doctor to, you know, formulate a medicine which is formulated from natural herbs and natural things, you know, to, to help you. But when these demons are putting poison in the drugs, that's a whole different ball game. Why are they trying to force it on us? That's the question you see. So poisoners, the word, which means a poisoner. Since sorcerers and sorceresses dealt in what? Drugs and pharmaceutical potions. Pharmaceutical potions. Now, I'm going to tell you something else here about, because I said I was going to tell you the truth about Halloween. Let me tell you this. <clears throat> Do you know that Satanists don't even celebrate or, 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 or really uh, um, actively participate in Halloween. I'm talking about high ranking Satanists. I'm talking about 
high ranking uh, priests in the in in the in the church of Satan. They don't they they don't mess around like that. They don't mess around like that. Why? Because they they call it like this man called it. He said, "Oh, that's just you know that's that's just uh, kitty games. That's just kitty. That's for the kitty pool. We don't do that." What? We, we, we don't do that. You see, they started launching their stuff months before. And just like he said, he said, no, if you're going to celebrate it, uh, if you're going to do it on one day, you know, do it year round. We do it year round. So just like so-called believers and Christians, they know and understand and believe that you got to be a Christian or, or you got to be a Satanist all year round. All year round. This ain't no Halloween thing. We launching mess all year round, he said. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. You know, we, we do our thing all year round. So so that 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 that's for the, the, the kids. That's for those who want to be seen, want to be heard, want to be, you know what I'm saying. Go with me to the next scripture here. Uh, the truth of the matter is, you know, it, 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 it's not even, you know, that's why the another reason why the Lord said, don't be scared of them because them that's out there trying to put fear in people on Halloween, you know, if, uh, uh, in the name of the holiday, God, God said, don't be scared of them. Don't be scared of them, especially don't be scared of them because those are amateurs. Those are amateurs, you know, don't be scared of none of them. Because none of them don't have no real power nor authority. Guess who is the absolute power and authority? His name is Jesus the Christ. God. He is God. He is the absolute power and authority. There is none greater. There is none greater. So be scared for what? Scared for what? A, a witch gonna fly on a broom and, and fly in here for what? You gonna be you gonna be cast out, you gonna be cut down, you gonna be <laughs> you, you gonna be very, very disappointed that you did that. You're gonna be very, very sorry that you did that. Astro project if you want to. You're gonna be very sorry that you did that. You're in the wrong house, devil. You're in the wrong house. Huh. Let's go to our next scripture here. Uh the last one is Deuteronomy 18. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 9 through 14. Deuteronomy 18, verse 9 through 14. What does it say? I'm feeling kind of bold tonight, I know. <laughs> Y'all like, what, what is she on? I'm on the Jesus juice, glory to God. I feel kind of bold tonight, amen. I feel like making my boast in my in my God tonight. I'm making my boast in my Lord tonight. Amen. My master tonight. Glory to God. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus, the son of the living God. Deuteronomy 18 verse 9. It says, when thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn... Thou shalt not, what? Learn to do. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What does the Bible say? We're in the world, but not of the world. We shall not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. After the abominations, 
which means the detestable things of those nations we should not learn or do. It says, there shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, to pass through the fire, which meant be uh, to, to be burned as an offering to an idol or that useth divination or an observer of times or an enchantment or an enchanter or a witch or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits or a wizard or a necromancer, a necromancer, one who communicates with the dead. Hmm. He said, what? There shall not any one of you, there shall not be found any one among you, my people, says the Lord. You shall not learn to do these things. You shall not, don't participate. Just stay away from that stuff altogether. It's okay to celebrate Halloween. How about we just leave it alone? How about that? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? How about we just be set apart and holy, you know, blameless, what, upright? What, what, what's wrong with that? No, uh, you, you know, how are people going to see the king? Well, we got to mix and mingle with, you see, we got to get to no, You don't have to do what they do to, 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 uh, to uh, woo them to the kingdom of God. He knows how to draw them with loving kindness. He knows how to draw them with loving kindness and mercy. And he knows how to, the Holy Ghost knows how to lead and guide us to witness to people effectively and correctly where we don't have to break God's laws and his protocol to do it. That's you and your flesh. You want to do that. You want to do that. You're making excuses for what you want to do. Verse 12, it says, for all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord, a detestable thing unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doeth drive them out from before thee. So this is the same reason why the Lord promised to drive out the enemy tribes from the midst of his people. But you want to be, you want to barter, you want to, you know. That's what was wrong with the early Christian church. We just read it in Wikipedia who told us the truth because demons do tell the truth, you know. They do, they will. So there you have it. He says, thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. There's that word again. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. That word perfect means blameless. So in other words, do it if you want to, but guess what? You are to be blamed. You are to be blamed. And that's why judgment has hit the house of God again, because judgment is meant to clean up, to remove the spots, the wrinkles, the blemishes from the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, so that she can be blameless, perfect before the Lord. Amen.
It says, for these nations which thou shalt possess, hearken unto the observance of times and unto diviners. But as for thee, as for you, the Lord thy God hath not suffered you to do so. He has not permitted us to do that. Now, why is he saying that? He's saying that because the purpose of why they want to uh, commune with the dead and all this kind of stuff is because they're trying to draw knowledge about future events from they don't want to draw it from God right because they don't they don't uh you know they claim they don't believe in God they claim not to you know that God is not real because they don't want to obey him <laughs> they want they don't want to stop all they little nasty mess that they're doing sleeping around sexing it up drugging it up they don't want to stop that's why they ignore God's existence. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. So now, but they want to get the knowledge of future events because they also are concerned about future events. They want to know what's happening. They want to know what's coming so they can try to manipulate that thing. But guess what? There's only one true source of knowledge and wisdom and information. <laughs> and they and since they won't get it from him, they have to go to the darkness to get it. They have to pull it out of the darkness. Now, I'm going to read quickly the definitions of these words for those of you who don't know. Starting with the word divination. Uh, well, let's just go. Let's just go to the uh, passing through the fire thing. OK, because this is what this is all about idolatry. So to pass through the fire. It meant um, to uh, offer a child for the particular purpose of determining or discerning the course of events. Did you hear that? So what they wanted from those idols or those false gods was knowledge. Ooh, ooh. But the people of God, we won't seek knowledge. We over here being destroyed for lack of knowledge and all along God is saying the, the children of this world are wiser in their generation than the children of light. Why? Because they're seeking knowledge. At least they're seeking knowledge hmm. by a by a by a, 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 a very dangerous means. But at least they're seeking it. We just want to sit around and eat church's chicken after church and, and put our feet up and say, my, what a service. Go back the next week and fall out again. My, what a service, but no knowledge. We get up, we got a wig, but we ain't got no knowledge. <laughs> you know, we got a dirty suit, but we ain't got no knowledge. We was cute that day, but we ain't got no knowledge. Hmm. Pass through, passing through the fire. They made their children to do this for the purpose of discerning or determining the course of events. This probably was the motivation behind the Moabite king's sacrifice of his son in 2 Kings 3, 26 and 27. Okay, you can read that in your private time. Divination. The word divination comes from the word or the Hebrew word kesim, kwesem. Q-E-S-E-M. It was used of Balaam in Numbers 22 and 7 and Joshua in, thir and, and, uh, Joshua 13 and 22. Saul asked the witch of Endor to divine unto me. 
in the book of first Samuel 28 and eight, the same word in Ezekiel 21 and 21 refers to the practice of whirling arrows in a quiver and deciding the answer to the question by the first arrow that was thrown out. That was called divining. That was called divining. So to divine means to, uh, it, it, it means to uh, find, to uh, kind of like to, uh, well, in, in modern day, I guess you would, you would equ equate it to rolling dice, shooting the dice, you know, trying to, you know, uh, trying to make a decision based on chance, divining, divining. Um, it also meant uh, to get information uh, or to consult the dead or to consult knowledge through uh, the means of the dead, right? Through the means of the dead or by way of the dead, amen, which was what Saul did when he went um, to the witch of Endor. All right, so now... <clears throat> We're going to look at the observer of times. The observer of times may be a reference to the divination by to divination uh, by reading clouds. This this word uh, Hebrew was mionin. It meant to uh, it meant uh, divination by reading clouds, reading water, reading you know. Uh, the direction of the sun, that kind of thing, you know, the elements um, trying to tell uh, or gain knowledge of what the course of events through this means, through reading of elements, reading of elements, reading the stars, reading, you know, uh, you know, observing, 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 right? The next word, enchanter, menakesh in Hebrew. In Genesis 44 and 5 uh, and verse 15, it refers to Joseph's divination by means of a cup and may point to a kind of hydromancy in which reflections on the water in a cup are observed. So we're talking about enchanting, enchantment, and enchantment. It is, uh, it is, uh, um, Another form of necromancing, but this one has to do with water. And also, uh, let me see here. Also, there's another definition uh, for this. Pull it for you real quick. Uh, enchantment. There's another definition here. Oh, Lord. How did I get to YouTube? I didn't want to go to YouTube. Okay, let me try that again. An enchantment. Um, oh, gosh. Okay, here we go. Oh, Lord. I'm gonna, uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> to, uh, 
to enchant. It means to practice sorcery or witchcraft on anything, to give efficacy to anything by songs of sorcery or fascination. The second definition means to subdue by charms or spells, to subdue by charms or spells. That's the, the definition I was looking for. Um, to subdue by charms of spell or spells. And the third definition means to delight to the highest degree to charm, to ravish with pleasure, with pleasure. As the description enchants uh, means we were enchanted with the music. So it also means um, the highest degree of pleasure. Amen. So that is uh, what the word enchantment or enchanter actually means. The word witch, the word witch, the Hebrew word is mekashep, mekashep denotes a form of magic. The root word means to cut up and thus may, and they do cut up, don't they? <laughs> they cut up for sure, don't they? It says uh, to cut up and thus may refer to one who cuts up herbs and brews them for magical purposes. Now watch this, for magical purposes, thus the Greek word pharmaka, which means drug. So, what are they brewing up these, these herbs and these potions for? For magical purposes. They have a different purpose. They have a different purpose. They have a different purpose. See, you think they got, they got one purpose, but no, they have a different purpose for what they're doing. It's about the purpose. What I say, everything is about motive. So anything can become witchcraft at any given time according to the motive or the purpose for which it is done. Now, they are they are conjuring up these herbs and brews and cutting them up for magical purposes. The term is used in the book of Micah chapter 5 verse 12 for such uh for some such uh material as drugs or herbs used superstitiously to produce magical effects. The noun therefore means enchanter or sorcerer. Several scriptures there. If you want to, if you want to note them down, Exodus seven and eleven, uh, Exodus twenty two and eighteen, Second Chronicles thirty three and six, Daniel's cha Daniel chapter two verse two, and Malachi chapter three verse five. Moving on to the word wizard, wizard. The Greek word is yidonai, uh, yideonai, yideonai, something like that. Y-I-D-E-O-N-I. This term is related to the verb to know or to consult a familiar spirit. Now, this is not necessarily one who is dead, but a familiar spirit, to consult a familiar spirit, right? That is uh, the meaning of the word wizard. Wizard, they consult familiar spirits for what? For information or to determine or discern the course of events. Necromancer, the Hebrew word for this term means one who asked of the dead, specifically. One who asked of the dead, all these practices are clearly condemned. So that's why you see um, Halloween, you know, people in around graveyards and all that kind of stuff. Um, they're asking for, you know, they're asking uh, trying to commune with the dead and and uh, and always want to be around something dead. Why? Are you dead? You must be dead. You know, don't you want to live? Live then. Live then. Glory to God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like why? 
Why we got to always consult with the dead? I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. Jesus rose from the grave. Glory to God. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. So you ain't got no business in no graveyard. No business in no graveyard. Amen. So um, let's look at some comments here. Brother Robert is saying, Pharmakia is nothing but witchcraft potions practiced by men in white coats. I agree 100%. But, uh, amen. And then he says, I should just keep my font still whatsoever. I have to say to you, get, it, <laughs> uh, say you get to it eventually without my, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to your comment eventually. Thank you though for sharing brother Robert. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I like what you said. It's nothing but witchcraft practiced by men in white coats, pharmacia, you know, and we have to be careful with these drugs and stuff like that, um, because, you know, the whole idea is to get you hooked on the drug. Amen. You know, and, and it's all a money game. That's the that's the deal. It is a money game. The sooner you figure out that it's a money game, uh, the better. You know what I'm saying? That's why they always got to write you a prescription. Always. I don't care if your nose is running. You just got a common cold. Well, let me give you a prescription. No, I'm going to the drugs. I'm going to get me, if anything, I'm going to get me some Benadryl or, or, or something. You know, I, I'm I, no, I don't need no prescription. I'm not paying you no money. I don't care if my, if my insurance is good or not. <laughs> Nowadays, even if you do got ins good insurance, they still find a way to charge you some money, <laughs> bill you some money. All right. So now here, um, the Lord is saying uh, to you, the Lord is saying to you, listen, you do not need to participate because these are the things that these uh, that the, that these holidays, these paganistic holidays, namely, especially Halloween. These are the things that are involved, you know. The, the witch is flying on a broom and all that kind of stuff. And, and they want you to, you know, they, they're trying to train you or desensitize your children into believing that these are your friends, that ghosts are friendly. Casper, the friendly ghost, you know, that witches are friendly now, you know, that, you know, e that uh, evil spirits are friendly. Oh, get familiar with aliens because they're our friends. No, they're not your friend. You're communing with the dead. You're practicing witchcraft, amen, and, and you are condoning witchcraft, amen. If you're not practicing it yourself, you are condoning it. You are, you are opening the door to darkness. You're opening the door to darkness. Teach your children. They are opening the door. You, if, you are, if your children are still at the age where, where you're responsible for them, you are opening the door in their life to darkness, to demons. And guess what? They're going to have to come to somebody to get those demons cast out. Now, if you, if you're not able to cast the demons out of your children, especially you have no business opening the door to them. You need to be educated in the realm of darkness. You need to be educated about the devices of our enemy. Be not ignorant of the devices of the devil. Be not ignorant of the devices of the devil. Not putting my, you know, no, don't put your kid in no Halloween demon costume. You're inviting demons into their lives and into your own house. 
And then you're going to come looking for someone to cast them out. And your average Pastor Jones is not going to cast them out. Your average Pastor Jones is not going to even uh, bat an eye, uh, not going to even believe you that that you or your your kids got a demon. You, they're going to have to come to somebody like me or any deliverance minister or deliverance ministry or ministry that believes in deliverance, that operates in deliverance, that functions in real deliverance, not talking about whoo, courtesy fall, faint, fall on the ground, get up, fix my wig and go home. I'm talking about real deliverance, real expelling of demons. That's who they're going to have to go to, to get them demons out of there. And pray that that person don't charge them an arm and a leg because some of them do. <laughs> I'm not one, but some of them do. And I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. Um, but what God is saying is that you don't need this stuff. Listen, not only do you not have to fear, but you don't need any of this. You don't need them. You don't need to participate in any of that. The, the Lord is saying to you, if what I gave you was so worthless, you see, you don't see what God gave you, the power and the authority he gave you. Over all things, especially demons, you don't see the power and the authority that he gave you as worth anything. You don't see it as valuable. He said, if what I gave you was worthless, if it was so worthless, then why is the devil trying so hard to copy paste? Why is the devil trying so hard to imitate it? <laughs> hollow. Why is the devil trying so hard to steal it if it has no value? Why is he trying so hard to steal it from you? Why is he over there, even over there messing with you? This is, you know, remember the devil is copy paste. He has nothing original of his own. He is the ultimate uh, play, spiritual plagiarist. He is the ultimate copyright striker. <laughs> he is a copyright striker. You know what that means? He can never duplicate the real thing. Never, never. He, he, he tries as he might, but he can never duplicate the real kingdom of God. There will always be flaws in his fake copies. Authentic, authenticity can never be duped. It cannot be duped. Why? Because real is real. And real recognize real too. I'm going to tell you that. Real recognize real too. So, you know, if you, hey, you know, you can't put one over on a real one. Let's just, let's just put it that way and leave that there. Satan and his wicked, weak, demonic kingdom will surely fall. You're wasting your time messing around with that stuff. Talking to those who are actively participating in witchcraft, actively participating in the demonic, in, 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 the, uh, in the dark arts, actively participating. Yeah, we're hunting your soul tonight for the kingdom of God. Amen. You got to come up out of that darkness before that darkness destroys you. Your, the, the devil's kingdom will surely fall. He's tricking you for sure. 
Halloween trick or treat. Guess who's being tricked? The tricks on you. The jokes on you. The joke is really on you. It ain't no trick. It's a trick. The kingdom that you claim that that you're trying so hard to become a part of will surely fall again. <laughs> Again, because he already fell once. He, he could never stand up to Christ in the first place. Because God is all powerful. But Satan's power is limited because it is subjective to the sovereignty of Christ. His power is subjective to the sovereignty of Christ. Just go type in YouTube and, and, and type in deliverance. You'll see it for yourself. His power is subjective to the sovereignty of Jesus Christ. It is not and has never been sourced in truth. Therefore, it will fizzle out and flicker out like a bad light bulb. That's all it's going to do. That is all it's going to do. I want to make my boast in the Lord tonight. Because he is the one. Who carries the real power? Demons ain't got no power. There is no power that can stand up to the power of the almighty God. He is the absolute power and the absolute authority. And to his kingdom, there shall be no end. From everlasting to everlasting, he is God. All the other gods are false. All the other gods are false. I'm here to prove it to you. I'm here to prove it to you. These are not just words. I'm here to prove it to you. Put a demon in front of a real son or daughter of the living God and we'll prove it to you. You're a false God. You have no power against the power of Christ. The Lord says you're going to bow now or you're going to bow later. Nevertheless, everyone, everyone, even Satan himself will bow to the one and only creator and the true king of glory. Jesus Christ is his name. The only one who is worthy of worship. We know, you know, the devil wants you to bow down and worship him. He, he wanted, he, he even tried to get Jesus to bow down and worship him. But Jesus defeated him. Jesus defeated him. I'm not bowing to you. I'm not bowing to you. Jesus Christ is the only one worthy of worship. Because he's the only one who laid down his life and shed his pure and precious blood for all mankind. Triumphing over the devil openly, publicly through his crucifixion his death on the cross. And he is the only one who rose from the grave and defied death, hell, and the grave with all and rose with all power in his hands and has given that same power and that same authority to all that believe and receive him. Glory to God. Glory to the Lamb of God. It is finished. That's what he said. And so it is. It is finished. Satan, you are finished. The devil is finished. He's finished. His kingdom is finished. Uh -huh. 
It was finished before he even got started. Before he even got started, it, it, it was already finished. <laughs> Why? Because Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. He's often imitated. He's never duplic duplicated, though. <laughs> you know, you can't duplicate a real copy. He's the complete package of salvation. The complete package. What does that mean? Nothing missing, nothing broken. Spotless, blameless, absolute perfection. All of creation started with him and finished with him. It is finished. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. It is finished. He is Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. I am is his name. He is the Christ. He is the Christ. He is the raw essence and divine nature of the true power, which is generated by love. For he is God. It is finished. It is finished. It is finished. We're going to pray here tonight. We're going to pray here tonight for the salvation of souls. Glory to God. Because God wants to... Um, save souls. This is about souls tonight. Amen. God wants, um, his, he, he wants souls to come out of darkness. He wants, he, he's calling some of them th that are in the depths of darkness. He's calling you out tonight. He's calling you out tonight. He, he's calling you out tonight. He's he, the spirit of Elijah. Hallelujah. The spirit of Elijah calls you out tonight. Amen. The spirit of Elijah, because God is saying, I dare you to try me. I dare you. I dare you to try me. I dare you. And I dare you as a prophet of God. Show, let's see your power. Let's see your power. Let's see. Let's see if your power is greater than the power of Almighty God. Let's see. Let's see which one can answer by fire. Let's see. Because if you recall, those false prophets of Baal, Jezebel's prophets, they couldn't hold a candle. They couldn't hold a candle, not even to the, to the, to, to, to the son, the prophet, <laughs> Elijah who was a son of God. They couldn't even hold a candle to him, much less God himself. So let's see. You call on your God and we'll call on ours and let's see who answers. Let's see who answers. I challenge you tonight to try him for yourself. I challenge you. So we're going to pray for you tonight. Glory to God. We're going to pray for souls and we're going to pray for those in the body of Christ that are ignorantly celebrating this holiday, that are ignorantly participating, glory to God, in paganistic worship. We're going to pray tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Spirit of the living God, we give you glory and we give you honor and we give you the praise because there is none like you. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the, the power and the authority that came to us by Jesus Christ. 
through his death and resurrection. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for the victory that overcomes this world, even our faith. Thank you tonight, Father. Hallelujah, that your power is eternal. That from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. We declare it tonight. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God, even the most high God. Beside you, there is no God. Every knee must bow and every tongue must confess to you. There is only one name under heaven whereby men must be saved, and that is the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Tonight, Father, we are standing in the gap for the lost souls. Hallelujah. For the lost sheep of the house of Israel and for those, Father God, that are that are uh, ignorantly worshiping an unknown God. We are crying out. We're standing in the gap tonight for those, Father God, that are lost without hope in this world because they don't even believe in hope. Because the true hope is Jesus Christ. We're standing in the gap for them tonight. Those that are lost in darkness, those that are in the depths of darkness, we are standing in the gap for them tonight. In the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, we are lifting these people up to you, Heavenly Father God. We thank you that there is forgiveness with you, that you may be feared, Father. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your mercy, for your compassion, for your long suffering. You said, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your loving kindness. Hallelujah. Thank you for your love that covers the multitude of sin, Father, even the sin that they thought had eternally separated them from you, Father. You said that some things you even just, you even winked at me. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your abundant mercy. We're asking tonight, Lord, that you would have mercy upon these souls. We're asking tonight, Father, that you will look upon and wink at their sins. We're asking tonight that the spirit of repentance will fall, oh, Father God, upon them because of the truth. We're asking, Father, for the spirit of truth to prick their hearts tonight, that Jesus Christ, an innocent man whose blood the enemy shed, hallelujah, on the cross of Calvary, was shed for you and I, was shed for all mankind. Hallelujah. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Hallelujah. That whosoever believeth on him, Father God, may not be condemned, but may be saved. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the salvation that came, Father, through the death and the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ through the cross of Jesus Christ, through the blood, the shed blood of the worthy lamb, the only worthy lamb, hallelujah of God. We thank you tonight for the blood of Jesus, heavenly father, hallelujah, that redeems us, glory to God, from the curse of the law. Thank you for the blood tonight, Father. The blood that you sprinkled out upon the mercy seat for our sins. The blood of the new and everlasting covenant. The blood, Father, that you shed for the remission of our sins and for the redemption of our souls. We thank you tonight and we release the blood of Jesus to work tonight. The blood of Jesus to work tonight. To work on behalf 
of those, Father God, that are standing in need of a savior to work on, go to work on behalf of those, Father, that, that dare even believe, dare, that dare to believe on your name, Lord Jesus. Let your blood go to work for them tonight. Let your blood, Father, cover them. Let your mercy cover them. Be, forgive them. Have mercy tonight, Father. Oh, Father God, on all those that are out of the way, on all those, Father God, that, that can't see their way, all of those that are blind, all of those, Father God, is Jesus said, Father God, that they know not what they do. We're asking for mercy and forgiveness. We're asking, Father God, that you would cover them. We're asking, Father God, that you would create in them a clean heart, that you would renew a right spirit, give them a right spirit, that you would fill them with the right spirit, the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, that you would drive out every demonic spirit that seeks to steal, kill, and destroy right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let tonight be the night of their salvation. Let tonight be the night of their deliverance. Let tonight be the night of their healing. Let tonight be the night of their breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Let tonight be the night of their conversion. Let tonight be the night of their transformation. Let the night tonight be the night that their hearts are pricked, pricked open in the name of Jesus. Let tonight be the night that your love walks in. In Jesus' mighty name, let tonight be the night. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in unto him and I will sup with him. He wants to sup with you tonight. He wants to fellowship with you tonight. Know ye not that there is no other power. Know ye not that there is no other power than the power of the Almighty God, creator of all things in heaven and in earth, and even under the earth, there is no other power. There is no other power. There is no, he said, your works are futile. Your works are futile for there is no other power. You're just spinning your wheels. You're just spinning your wheels. For the way of the transgressor is hard because God resists the proud, but he gives grace unto the humble. We're living in a society and a culture where pride is exalted rebellion, witchcraft, and idolatry is celebrated and praised. Hallelujah. But the Lord is saying, your works are futile. Your works are futile because the enemy you serve, the devil you serve, the God you serve is a defeated foe. He is defeated and he is a loser. He is a loser. Why don't you come over to the winning team? Because the kingdoms of this world shall surely become and are becoming the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. Why don't you come over to the winning team? You don't know and you claim not to care where your soul ends up after you pass from this existence. Know you not that the almighty God holds your very breath in his hands 
And the one who holds your breath in his hands is the one who determines where you will spend eternity. There is one judge and one lawgiver. His name is Christ Jesus. Oh, yes, you will be judged. Every man shall be judged according to the works that he did in this body during his moment in time on this planet called earth. For our life is but a vapor here today and gone tomorrow. Like the flower, like the grass of the field that fades away. You know not what shall become of you tomorrow. You know not if your next breath is your last breath. The Lord says surrender while you still have a chance. Bow now or you will bow later. But you will surely bow. You will surely bow. Don't let the enemy make a fool out of you anymore. For the devil only wants to take your soul to hell with him. He knows that his final destination is the lake of fire. He knows. He knows even what you don't know, even what you claim not to know, but he knows. He knows. Of a surety, he knows. Perhaps you've never asked him, but of a surety, he knows. The Lord says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man hear my voice, may the Lord give you ears to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying unto you tonight. That it is finished. It is finished. That is the message of the kingdom. It is finished. It is finished. What are you going to do? Who are you going to choose? Whose side are you on? Whose side will you choose? Who is on the Lord's side? He's saying, who is on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord's side? They lied to you that there is no hell. They lied to you that heaven is not real. They lied to you. The demons lied to you. Huh? The demons that you sought, the dead that you consulted, they lied to you, didn't they? They lied. They lied. There is eternal life for, for one who trusts, who puts his trust in the hand and the almighty God, there is eternal life for you. There is eternal life for you. Won't you choose life and live tonight? Won't you choose life and not die? For in me, you shall never die. Death is just a dimension. Much like a figment of our imagination. He's, Jesus said, he that believeth in me shall never die. Hallelujah. We just pass from one dimension to the next. And we live forever. 
Eternity is real. You're going to spend it one place or the other, in heaven or in hell. Eternity. Think about it. Eternity. Eternity. Eternal hellfire or eternal bliss. Eternal paradise. Which one would you choose? You who claim to have wisdom. You who claim to have so much knowledge. You who claim to be the elite. You who claim to be the illuminated ones. Which one would you choose? Which one would you choose? You who have convinced my people to worship your demonic systems, to participate, to even spend their money supporting your demonic wicked systems. But you lied to them. You lied to them. It was all about money. All about the money. It was all about the money, wasn't it? Because your God is the God of mammon. But guess what? The Lord says, I am the true one and only king of glory. See, the glory you seek, the glory of the Gentiles. By the God of this world, who we know as the prince of this world. He's not the one who owns the true glory. Sure, he can give you some money. He can give you some riches. He can give you some gold, some silver, some houses, some cars, some things. But he can never give you the true riches. He can never give you the true glory. And even that which he has to give unto you belongs to me, saith the Lord. It belongs to the true king of glory. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? He is the Lord God, strong and mighty. He is the Lord God mighty in battle. He says it is finished. I had a plan. And not one jot or tittle of my plan. My word shall not fall to the ground until all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But not one jot or tittle of my word shall pass until all be fulfilled. I have a plan. I have a plan. He said, did you consider the end of the book? Did you consider the end of the book? You who go to devil church. Read the Bible more than Christians do. Pray more than Christians do. Worship your idols more than Christians do. 
who read the end of the book? Is that something that you recite in your demonic services? The end of the book? Know you not that the end is a new beginning? The Lord says, I will have my way. A new heaven and a new earth. I will have my way. I will have my way. The Lord says to his people, fear not, little flock, because it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. If only you would walk by faith and not by sight. If only you would draw nigh to me. If only you would return unto me your first love. If only you would repent fully and return unto me, then I will return unto you. And I will be a father unto you and you shall be my children and I will be your God. The Lord is saying tonight, repent and return. Repent and return. Repent and return. You don't need these worthless traditions. Repent and return. You don't need these religious traditions. You don't need this religious paganistic culture. Know you not who you are? You are the one who puts fear into demons. You are the one who terrorizes demons. Satan is terrified of you. Why play footsies with the devil? Why eat at Jezebel's table? <laughs> Why leave the table of the king to eat at Jezebel's table? Why? Know you not what happened to Jezebel? The dogs ate Jezebel at the commandment of the prophet of the Lord. At the word of the prophet of the Lord, the dogs ate Jezebel. He said, have you considered the end of a thing? Have you considered the end of a thing? Have you considered the end of your life? Have you considered your children? Have you considered their end? Your future generations. Have you considered, have you considered the enemy has nothing for, for you but pain, sickness, and death and hellfire? That's all he has for you. Look at the lives of these men who climbed the ranks in Satan's kingdom. There is no power there. They're sick in their bodies. No power to get healed because there's only one true power. They go to doctors 
They spend thousands of dollars, nothing better, because there is no power in any other place than the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Won't you confess and receive him into your hearts tonight as your personal Lord and Savior? Why don't you lay down your life for him since he laid down his life for you? Jesus said, whosoever will follow me, whosoever will follow me must take up his cross and deny himself. Whosoever will come after me must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. You say, oh, that's a hard thing. Not really, because the devil requires the same thing. Remember, copy, paste. He requires a sacrifice, but he his sacrifice <laughs> has no payoff. He requires you to lay down your life, to deny yourself and follow him. But there is no payoff. There's no return on your investment, is there? The Lord is saying, Deny yourself, take up your cross, and then follow me. For I am the way, the only way, the only truth, and the only life. Eternal life is what I offer to you. In Jesus' name, I pray, Father God, that those that heard this prayer received it into their hearts and surrendered their lives to you. This is about nothing more, nothing less than true repentance. Let repentance take place tonight. Let repentance work tonight. Godly sorrow work in the hearts of your people tonight. Conviction work in the hearts of, the, of your believers tonight. Your children, Father, that even thought about participating in occultic practices, which is actually what you're doing. I pray tonight that conviction would rest upon them, the conviction of the Holy Ghost, and that they would truly humble themselves and repent, that we all humble ourselves and repent because you resist the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. You said, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt us in due time. Let the fruit of the spirit work in your life. Be patient and wait for the Lord. Submit yourself unto God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit unto God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Put on the whole armor of, of Jesus Christ. Put on the whole armor of God. Amen. Put on the whole armor of God. That you may wage a good warfare. <laughs> Put on the whole armor of God, the Lord says. He's calling on the end time army. He's calling on the end time army. 
He said, whose side are you going to, who, whose side will you choose? Whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? Valley of decisions, valley of decisions. But the Lord is with you in the valley of decisions. The Lord is with you in the valley of decisions. Glory to God. I want to release you guys tonight. God bless you. It's in Jesus' name that I pray and I decree and claim salvation of souls. The salvation of souls tonight. The salvation of souls tonight. Coming out of darkness into the marvelous light of Jesus Christ. And they will show forth his praise in the land of the living. No devil too big, no devil too small. Come one, come all. Nothing too hard for the Lord. No one beyond his reach. The Lord says, come unto me. He says, come unto me. He says, come unto me. I'm going to release you guys. God bless you. Thank you for praying with me tonight. Thank you for staying with me tonight. Thank you for learning with me tonight. Thank you for growing with me tonight. Amen. Glory to God. God bless you all. Uh, like, comment, and share this video because somebody needs it. Please share this video because somebody needs it. Uh, you might say that's a little weird, Shelly, how you pray, prophesy, pray, whatever it is that you're doing. But guess what? <laughs> Strange. Yes. Peculiar. Yes. But ignorant. No. Ignorant. No. Ignorant. No. I'm not a copy. I am original. I don't copy another man's anointing. I'm not one of those that you can peg and say, she sounds like that one. Sounds like that one. No. Authenticity comes from the true Holy Ghost. It is the true Holy Ghost. He says, you, each one of you have your own unique anointing, your own unique identity in my kingdom, saith the Lord. You have your own unique fingerprint, signature in my kingdom. Why don't you tap into who you really are and let me use the real you? May the Lord deliver you from low self-esteem, insecurity, rejection, set you free to walk as the son or daughter of God that he called you to be from the foundations of the world before he even formed you in your mother's womb. He created you unique and perfect. You were already with him in the very beginning. You just haven't discovered who you are. God bless you all. God be with you and bless you and strengthen you. 
and make his face shine upon you. Make his blessing come upon you as you walk in obedience to his word and his will. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. God bless you. This is your weekend. Take advantage of it. In Jesus' name. Amen.